What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Talk About It with Keys and Lance, the podcast where I'm going to... I am going to talk about a random thing. Alano is going to make a conspiracy theory about it. So, Lano, I'm going to talk about an Xbox controller. You want me to make a, a, a conspiracy theory about the Xbox controller? Yeah. Make something happen, bro. You got it. Okay, well, what if I told you that Bill Gates basically told us that the end of the world is coming by March 31st, 2021 with the Xbox controller, with the X theory. Think about it now. The Xbox X Pro Series is now on its way here, or is already here, yeah? yeah? Now, if we go back and actually check the date that I actually can't remember at this time, we'll get to that <laughs> later. But let's look at the controller itself. Now, the controller... The controller here, now we, we can see that A is over Y. You carry okay. B, B goes over to <laughs> R3. You press R3 down, and you solve for X. Let that sink in. March 31st, 2021. Illuminati is real. <laughs> what do you want to do, huh? What do you want to do? I don't know. Okay. Well, there they have it. Um, Bill Gates announced the end of the world through Xbox controllers. That's why PS um, PlayStation is winning. Get your PS5 and not your Xbox Series, whatever. Uh, bang! This oh. has not been a sponsor. <laughs> not yet. So, so. Uh, but I roll and throw. As I sip my juice. All right, guys. So today is September 10th, 2020. Um, I don't know about you, Lance, but I am so happy that I am an adult now because September was always the worst month for me because, you know, it's back to school. Um, Dude, being an adult sucks. Okay, that's one. I'm sorry. I miss being a kid when I could have traveled. A bunch of times, be in school late, have my shirt out my pants and let it flow in the wind and feel like I was some type of anime character mm-hmm. in the evening on the beach. Okay. Do you like bad times too? I didn't really have oh, sorry. a bad time. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Privileged. Did you? Yeah. I went to bed 8 p.m. until like grade 10. Dude, what's the matter with you? You're worse than my cousin. My cousin, my cousin, though, they had this 7.30 curfew while my aunt used to watch Jeopardy. <laughs> yep. Hi, Annie Cleo. Love you. It was awful. I, I was awful growing up. I hated school. Ask yourself what kid didn't. Well, what sensible black kid didn't. No racial. Oh, that's racist. Sorry, not sorry. You know, if a, if a person with a great intellect like, like myself heard you said the word black... They would think it's foreshadowing for today's episode. Is that a bit of foreshadowing? No. Are we having a black-themed episode? Nope. Oh. <laughs> oh just I'm, random black. In there. I, I'm forever going to keep blocking any and everything that I do. Okay. Black is my favorite color. Don't mind me wearing red and you wearing the darker shades, bro. I'm pretty sure if I put on black right now, you know, me and the background right here would actually be blending in. Yeah, you may turn invisible. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. That happens. I mean, I'm, the only way you might see me right about now is if I begin to smile, son. <laughs> 
we, we see the sun. <laughs> Whoa. First of all, I got me a white people whitener. I I got me a white people whitener, bro. Like, and it works sometimes. I see weak men, brother. I see weak men, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Last week was trash. This week was very productive. That's good. This week was very, very productive. And, um, you know, I'm proud to say and not proud to say, but also proud to say that, you know, those of you that actually listen to us and tend to look at us and watch us more, episode 12 is actually out today. You guys can watch it today um, on our YouTube channel, talk about it with Keys and Lance because of the productivity. And I'll be starting episode 13 on the way to try and catch up. It's a long catching up, but we coming. It's coming. Know what I mean? It's coming. Yeah. How, how about you? How, how was your week, bro? Um, it was it was good. You know, um, had some classes. Did some classes. It was good. Um, went to work yesterday. This thing is strong as hell. Yeah, it's very strong. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> we went to work. It was not we, but I went to work. It was cool too. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got you you about to work now? Huh? Yeah. Oh God. You might go up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Since you since you figured out you don't know how strong it is, we are gonna have one of my boys. He he started a business. He'll be up here to talk about it. Maybe next week. You know, but I'm in, in the meantime, I'm gonna plug his business for him until he gets here and officially do it. Um, Top Shelf Sippy is in um, cooperation with Limeade, Limeade Bahamas, Limeade, not Limeade, Limeade. Um, crazy, 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 crazy. How you, how you like it, bro? Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I'd probably enjoy it more if it was a bit more cooler. I was, I was just waiting until like, we got here to enjoy it, which is probably a bad idea because yeah. I know exactly what's about to happen in the next few minutes because... I'll let Alec out and hit you. Wait, actually, no. You know what? I, I think I'm good because I ate food this time. Ah, so it's not going to be another drunk episode. Well, first of all, I can't get drunk. I told you. I just laughing a lot. Anyway... Yeah, guys, um, Top Shelf Sippy is um, <laughs> nice um, cocktail mixes in, a, in like a Capri Sun pouch. It's going to, when you taste it, it's going to be really good. Trust me, he's a um, certified mixologist. Really good. My boy is going to be up hopefully next week and he'll dive more into it. Um, but yeah, let's get into it, Lance. All right. But for, um, I guess first of all, let's do our RIP for Chadwick Boseman. Um, Rest in paradise, King. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, he passed, he was suffering from cancer. And a uh, very strong guy, too, man. He was suffering in silence, basically, you know. Boy, listen, I I, I don't know if we if we are to call it suffering or fighting in right. silence. Yeah. Let me, yeah, let me not even say suffering. He was he was combating it. Um, yeah. He was combating it in silence, um, taking it like a G. Um, didn't really let much of the world know what's going on. He just dealt with it. He mm. shot Black Panther. He shot, um, I think, one other movie as well while I'm dealing sh- with it. First of all, he shot Black Panther with it. He shot Captain America Civil War with it. Yeah. He shot um, uh, Avengers um, Infinity War and Endgame with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe even, you know, 42, the baseball movie, like the James Brown movie. He's an iconic black actor, man. Yo, and, 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 and speaking of which... This icon has been playing iconic roles for quite some time that made yeah. his legendary career what it is today. Like, to me, and I don't, I'm not knocking anyone that's just hopping on the gravy train right now, you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, 
and I've said this when Whitney Houston was found dead. Let's appreciate our black um, celebrities while they're here. Let's appreciate our black folks while they're here. Like, to me, all black folks great. Mm-hmm. You just have to want to be great. You have to show society, hey, I'm here. This is my purpose. Let my purpose be good. Let my purpose edify. Let my purpose bring you purpose and show me what your purpose is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's let's not wait to, to, to make them legendary when they're gone. I respect that. I respect that, bro. So, yeah, we... um. We lost uh, Icon, unfortunately, but, you know. 2020 just ain't taking no L's, bro. He left us with some with some great um, some great gifts, so we got to honor his legacy um, as long as time allows, man. So we got to rest in power, Chadwick. I am not my father. <laughs> what do you think you can do to keep him safe from me? Cool. That's from Captain America Civil War. That boy... Created his own African accent. Now, do not get me wrong. It is easy to speak the language <laughs> on the English accent that is from Africa. It all depends on where you go and what you do and who you know. You want to know a fun fact about him, too? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess it's about him and another iconic black man, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington mm. actually paid for his college tuition. My goodness. Which is pretty good. It's funny how you make mention of that, right? Because, like... There was something on Facebook, right? And it, it um, I watched a video on it as well, mm-hmm. where legit kid came out on his own when he received an award and said off the rip, like, "Yo, there would be no Black Panther without Denzel Washington." That's right. Oh, and FYI, you know, shout out to, to Denzel Washington while we're out of here talking about him too. See, like, imagine the boy is just amazing, but like. I think about half of the stuff. It's my favorite actor. I think about half of the stuff that I've done in 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 the, in, in the realm of acting. And when I think about him, I'm like, I feel like popped down dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, it, this dude, he has this swagger about him. Bruh, coolest. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know I mean, like, you know. Yeah, I find girl in November right now. I don't care. Yo, preacher the <laughs> choir, son. I I love dude. I don't care. What the sick uh, from Malcolm X, Chicago, um, Training Day, Two Guns with Mark Wahlberg. That's a nice comedy. That's a gem, hidden gem right oh, there. Oh, boy. Pa- and Paula Patton. Listen to me. That's, when he was in that, 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 oh, man. That's gold right there. Um, Deja Vu. Right? I can, oh, my goodness. John Q. What would you do for your son, bruh? Anyway, man, that's incredible. Yo, you are a living icon. For sure. You and are. also, you know, we have a son, John Washington. Is it John? I think it's John David Washington. Forgive me if I'm wrong. But he has a movie coming out um, called Tenet. But you know it'll be awesome? What's that? If John and Denzel act together. Oh, man. You know if they act with me? <laughs> right? Right? Uh, Okay. Yeah, right, right, you, you know what? No, I'm 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 not, I'm not even yeah. gonna turn it down. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but to me, we need to start edifying blacks. Right. You see, like the the natural instinct would have been to like rip you down and make a joke <laughs> of you, and and that, and that that's in the culture, but that shouldn't be of us. Like, I know you 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 thick skin, you can handle that, right? Yeah. 
But I would prefer to speak life into you, and, and hopefully it'll manifest. I appreciate you. You see what I'm saying? Like I would, pref- I would love to see God like bless the eye on that regard. Oh, you know, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I hope I do get that. The act with Denzel one day. It's my favorite actor, so we'll see what happens. You know, we'll this see what happens. Yeah, it's really good. Trust me, it's really good. My head is a bit loopy right now. All right, Lance. So, um, oh my goodness, I didn't set a timer for you guys. All right, we twelve minutes in. Um, that might be a little wrong, but anyway, don't worry about it. Anyway, we'll figure it out. You love us. Yeah, we'll figure it we'll out. Figure it out. Um, have you heard about the Black Wall Street, Lance? Um, it sounds like something powerful. Continue. It is. So, um, <clears throat> this is from CNBC.com. Black Wall Street, the history of the wealthy black community and the massacre perpetrated there. This was published on Saturday, July 4th, 2020 at 9 a.m. by Tom Huddleston, Jr., um, it was Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, June 18th. The Black Wall Street, the Black Wall Street Massacre Memorial is shown. Um, it happened back in 1921 and was one of the worst race riots in the history of the United States, where more than 35 square blocks of a predominantly black neighborhood was destroyed in two days of rioting, leaving, behind, leaving between 150 to 300 people dead. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, it goes on to say, nearly a century ago, thousands of black Tulsa, Oklahoma residents had built a self-sustaining, oh, my goodness, a self-sustaining community that supported hundreds of black-owned businesses. Wow. It was known as Black Wall Street. This summer marked the 99th anniversary of the Tulsa Race Massacre, a tragic event per- perpetrated on Black Wall Street, which had been described as the single worst incident of racial violence in American history. Um, yeah. So basically, it was, uh, it was one of the wealthiest enclaves of black Americans in the country. So they actually had a scene of it in the opening of The Watchmen as a HBO series, um, debuted in October. Um, that um, had like a figurative piece of the Black Wall Street in it, so you guys can check it out and see how it is. Let me let me just say this quickly, right? And um, I'll 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 get out of your hand this regard, keys. All right, now I ain't knocking no race for you know, but black folks been staying out of the world's way, not just America. The world's way for quite some time, right? Now, in the midst, in the midst of them staying out of the world's way, bro, let this sink in. Why, when I don't bother you, you still take the time to bother me? If I'm walking by myself, I got a bullet in the back. If I'm working on a decent job or I start my own business, I get it torn down. Or it's got to be some conspiracy or I'm not supposed to have money or or worldly wealth like other folks in the world. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hold it together, Lana. Hold it together. Good God. Like, like just, just thinking about that, that. It's beyond anger in now, bro. It, 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 you ever been so angry to the point where you cried tears of rage, bro. 
Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I know what you mean, bro. Listen to me. That ain't cool. Um, I, you know, we, when we spoke to um, when we spoke to to Buddy last week, you know, courtesy of um, transform you and and shout out to transform you by the way. Um, I made it clear, like, let this sink in. Black people in America, and this is for our, our international and domestic listeners alike. Black people in America been fighting just for equality. Imagine if they started fighting for 400 years and counting of retribution. What the hell do you think would happen to not only America, but the rest of this planet? Because China is just as guilty. The Middle East things that have happened there, just as guilty. The European, just as guilty. So you imagine if if black folks worldwide decided to say, all right, cool, let's stop fighting for equality. Now let's start fighting for revenge. 400 years of retribution. Hate to break it to you, but the world will be screwed. Y'all already looking at us like we're the bad guys, but And meanwhile, we just trying to be like y'all. We just want to live a normal life. Don't have no one watching us. Have our own culture. Have our own food. Just be cool. Drive one day and not look and not hope to get bucked by the police. Now when the police come, hope that we don't get shot. Why we? What? Well, I hope it doesn't come to that. I mean, it's it's like that every day. Yeah. Jeez, uh, Louise, man. Just uh, a little origin of how you know the Black Wall Street was started. So that was an entrepreneur by the name of O. W. Gurley, um, or Gurley, can't pronounce it. Sorry, um, don't kill me. But anyway, Tulsa in general began to flourish around the turn of the 20th century thanks to a huge oil boom in Oklahoma. The area also saw a major upstick in black settlers around the time and leading to up to Oklahoma's 1907 statehood as land was readily available. So in 1906, a wealthy African-American landowner, landowner um, named O.W. Curley, moved to Tulsa and he bought 40 acres of land that he opted to only sell to black settlers. So the guy, um, he had born, he, he was born in Arkansas to, um, to former slaves and was mostly self-educated, impressive, um, believing he was unlikely to experience success in the Jim Crow era in the South. Mm. Um, he left Arkansas in 1890s to join thousands of other homesteaders um, claiming land, which previously belonged to Native Americans, mm-hmm. but was made, Amer- um, made available by the federal government to westward traveling settlers. He initially established himself roughly 80 miles west of Tulsa, Tulsa, where he claimed a plot of land, began, became principal of the local school, wow, and ran a successful general store for more than a decade, according to Forbes. Now, with the state's oil boom bringing newfound wealth to Tulsa in the early 1900s, he moved to the city and, brought, and he bought the 40-acre plot that he and other black entrepreneurs named Greenwood. He said he had a vision to create something for black people by black people. Something for black people by black people. Um, so an author and historian called Hannibal Johnson, he wrote in his book, Black Wall Street, From Riot to Renaissance. 
to Renaissance and Tulsa Star Camp, Greenwood District. So yeah, that's basically um, that's a small action of how it started out by that guy. Um, there's more on it, obviously, so you guys can check it out. But you know, we don't want to waste the whole—not waste, but we don't want to talk about it the whole episode. Um, so you guys can check it out. That's just a little little snippet of it. Um, and that's crazy. Born to slaves, self-educated, and he did that. He accomplished that, and heartbreakingly, you know, got burned out. Keys, let me ask you something, bro. Do you believe we're free? Of course not. We are free in the context of we are free. Um, according to what makes, uh, so I guess, let me say, puppeteers happy. And mm. uh, once we make them happy, we are free. Um, and I can always say this, for example, Nick Cannon. You know, they say we have freedom of speech. <laughs> so with that freedom of speech, there are going to be repercussions. Yo, and, and, and to add on to that, right? For anyone who says, oh, of course, you have freedom of speech, but it um, doesn't mean that freedom of speech doesn't come with consequences, then it's not freedom of speech. No. Freedom of speech is supposed to be freedom from anything. I'm supposed to say whatever and have this freedom to say whatever. And there should be no consequences whatsoever because it's free. If we were free and if we are free, why are we still fighting for freedom? Yeah, we don't have the chains physically, but mentally, um, socially, systematically. <laughs> I guess financially falls under systematically. So. <laughs> the chains are still there, bro. Yeah. The chains are still there. My memory is full. It's going to be an interesting episode. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, we apologize. The memory for the camera has just ran out. But listen. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've been out and about today, so forgive yeah. me. Yeah, and listen, man, we, we are going to get some upgraded equipment. Y'all guys going to be watching our videos without interruptions after this 31 episode. Um, and y'all going to y'all gonna love it. Y'all going to say, dang, these guys came from far. These guys came from car. Um, so, Lance, you want to take a quick break and do a childhood memory as we dive into these next two topics? Dang, lot you. It's still rageful and tearful, but we could do it. Okay. We could do it. Okay, buddy. It makes no sense me doing it since I can't do it at the camera, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's right? Let's go. Three, That's right. two, one. Kyo's childhood memories. You know, I actually like it when you did it better the first time. Like I, <laughs> I put a bunch of echo and stuff on yours. It was just, I, I would love to recycle that over and over. I think you need to start doing that now. This is no longer my thing. This sure. is Kyo's childhood memories. Feed my narcissistic ego. Hey, self love is the best love, buddy. <laughs> Don't care what nobody say. I love me a whole lot. Call me a narcissist, baby. Baby, I heard Rick. Sound like Rick. What it do, baby? <laughs> um. So yeah, childhood memory, man. So I remember. Um, I you know, if you guys know, I used to live in the Grove because I said that often. Um, as a child, I was really, really weird. You know, when I say weird, I don't mean like kooky weird, but I was like, I had so much 
mixed personalities. I was, I used to do crazy things like without caution, without care. Um, and in this particular memory, I was a gangster. So this guy, he also used to live in the Grove. Um, and I had boys, I had boys in the Grove, like telling you. So basically me and this guy, had a, we had a little issue. Um, and we had a local, we had a local fast food, like a, 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 I guess like a chicken shack joint across the street from us. And the guy did me something. I can't remember what he did. And he was at the, he was in the line to get us with the chicken shot. So me and my boys, boy, if my mom we had this, oh my God, she will kill me. <laughs> but me and my boys, it was like four or five of us. We walk up to him and they had like a, a Hennessy bottle. It was like a small Hennessy bottle in a brown paper bag. And all of us walk up to him. And I point the Hennessy bottle to his face and I tuck it out the bag and I point it to his face. And I say, boy, you think I is playing away? And I just walk off like a gangster. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like a thug, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dang, um, it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah, like Ice Cube was right. Did, did Ice Cube say that before I saw him by? I don't think that was Ice. Ice Cube didn't say that? Dr. Dre? Anyway, a gangster said that. You know, it feels good to be a gangster. You would have known if I said it. Anyway, I, I know who said that. I just played with y'all. A guy said that. And he was right. It's, uh, it feels good to be a gangster. I guess that's why niggas do it. Um, so I felt powerful. You know, I had my boys with me. And we was ready for whatever. Um, yeah, that was my memory of me being a thug. Quote, unquote, thug. What about you, Lance? I mean, well, since we are talking about you know, being a thug. Um, this was the time I put down um, being a pacifist at school. You said you said the story already. No, 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 no. This is a different story. Oh, okay, all right. It's the time I, I put down being a pacifist in school um, in junior high. I told the one in senior high. I never told the one in junior high. Okay. I was a pacifist for quite some time. Um, it happened when I was... In the ninth grade, in the ninth grade, like getting ready to leave or whatever, and there was this uh, this prefect. I can't remember the kid's name. Well, he's an adult now, but um, he reported me for something. Now keep this in mind: I wasn't the the sharpest tool in the shed, but I was never a problem kid. I was never a problem kid. I was always polite. I was always respectful, even when every other child was. Hands down, the most rotten, dirty, disrespectful. Listen, I will call Bahamian children what they are. Anyone who think American kids could see Bahamian kids in school? Sorry, not sorry. Y'all don't compete. Nah, nah. I digress. So this prefect, bro, decides to report me for loitering. <laughs> of all things, loitering, like bro. School? What the hell? You understand? <laughs> so I go to do it. I'm like, yo, what the hell did you report me for? And he reported me for loitering and legit. <laughs> I gripped the guy because like, I couldn't believe it. Me. Me. Who doesn't bother anyone? I stared at everyone's hair. Like, I, let, I used to let kids get away with murder with me, bro. You hear me? Because I was afraid of my mom whooping my backside. Mom was like, yo, you getting any problems at school? I'm going to tear that, you know? I'm going to tear it up. <laughs> yeah. So I used to let everyone get away with anything and everything. If I had to go to the office, and this was before I learned the power that I had mm-hmm. in the office, I used to avoid that. But when this might say, like, 
you know, you get reported to the superintendent for loitering, I legit gripped him in the front <laughs> of the girl of my dreams at the time. The girl who was her best friend and was supposed to be my girlfriend at the time as well. I slammed this kid to the wall. I'm like, bro, are you serious? <laughs> and they're like, Shalano, calm down. I'm like, don't tell me to calm down. I've been calm for the last three years. I'm done being calm. <laughs> they unleashed the Hulk. But hey, dog, you had to beg for forgiveness. <laughs> I can't remember his name, so it ain't even important no more. John Whitfield? No, I think he had a way more lamer name than that. Adam Sandler? Don't you ever disrespect the signs, bro. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, but um, that's my childhood memory, man. So you were violent, dude. I wasn't violent. I violent. just listen. When 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 you slamming kids against walls. When you're fed up, you're fed up. That's that's all I got to say about that. Like with life, yeah. you got to learn when to push back. Because at the end of the day, buddy. And 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 and, and speaking of which, buddy, we've been on this block thing. For a minute, since we on this, this goes to what happened in my childhood memory. Black folks get pushed a lot. They take abuse a lot. And they do not push back until it's too late. Sometimes they don't push back at all because they believe in, and I quote, turning the other cheek. I believe in coming in the temple swinging and asking questions later. That's just my philosophy on that matter. Mm. Yeah, stop taking abuse, but you are great, my people. You are awesome. You are stupendous. You are kings. You are queens. You are people who own lands. Cool. Speaking of which, did you hear about the folks down in uh in uh in, in Georgia? Yeah. They bought about what ninety two, ninety three acres of land for um for black folks to move in. Let me let me get that right quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pull, pull, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. Okay, so this is... Um, this was um, this is from W... Well, this is from a Fox, Fox website, WGXA. The headline reads, Freedom, Georgia. Black families making safe space for black people in Wilkinson County. Mm-hmm. So already it's, it's, it's getting a Tulsa, Oklahoma vibes. Um, hopefully they go down that path without the end result. Um, you know, the, the younger generation, they made it clear. They are not their ancestors. Right. And I love that vibe. Like, this, this protesting, <clears throat> and I, I, I've spoken on this many times before. This is not the way to go. We've been protesting over 400 years. Where has us gotten us kicked to the floor, arrested, have us kidnapped, have our limbs torn, have us being lynched, and FYI, still being lynched yeah. at these protests. Nah, blood. Push back. Push back. And this has nothing to do against white folks or anything of, of, of the sort, you know. Cancel it has to Cancel me. Nigga, please. Y'all don't own my career. This has to do against people who discriminate against people because they have a different skin color, a different hairstyle, a different hair color, a different background. From you against any of those things, you against life. From you against life, you against me. Off the rip. Cool. So, yeah, um, 
Uh, this was uh, written by Ashton Parker and Claire Hem, Saturday, September 5th, 2020. So when rumors spread that the rural, rural <laughs> Georgia town of Thomasboro was up for sale, two Atlanta-area women saw an opportunity, freedom. It turned out that Thomasboro wasn't for sale, as Mayor Joyce Denson confirmed with WGXA back in June. But over 96 acres of nearby unincorporated land was... This planted an idea in Georgia realtor Ashley Scott's mind and kicked off a movement that in 45 days has come to be known as the Freedom Georgia Initiative. It's a movement that aims to bring black families together, to live together and work alongside each other in building a new space that allows its residents to be unapologetically black, mm. explains Kenya Sheets, public relations manager for Freedom Georgia. She says that Scott's has moved to buy the land and create the Freedom Georgia Initiative during a time that she was seeking counseling to work through anxiety and racial trauma. Mm. Wow. Um, so, yeah, she says for this group, the Freedom Georgia Initiative is a revolution and a, an example of what can be done outside of protesting and looting in response to police brutality and racial injustice. She explains... It's the group's solution to uplifting their own culture and creating value for themselves. Mm. It's not a movie. It's a reality. Mm. You go ahead, sister. Save a piece of land for lads. <laughs> about to be, hey, this actually, you remember we was, we was talking about this, right? Where we was like, um... We want to put a station somewhere out in Georgia yes. for the podcast. Mm -hmm. We want to put a station somewhere out in Canada for the podcast. Yes. There's, there's a number of places around the world that we would like to have a station set up. I think this just might, you know, this did, I, I, I know it's going to be a great thing. For and sure. I'm behind this 110%. But one thing has to come to mind, and... I don't care who it is. They have to think about this because it already ran across my mind. Now, imagine this. Black community, you know, everyone's cool, black, thugging it out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, shooting mm -hmm. some b-ball outside of school. Now, <laughs> this white family or white visitor come through, and because you know this is an all-black, predominantly black place, there's this white person just coming through and, and like, the atmosphere just shifts. Let that sink in for a second. That that doesn't cross your mind? Yeah. Um, it's like, what do you do? I mean, cause it, let's say, you know, this white person. Let, first of all, let's say this is a cool white person. You know, he really love. Or yeah. They, they really love black people, not racist at all. Yeah. And, you know, they decide, hey, guys, can I move in? Like, Sean, Sean has a white boyfriend. Yeah. And her mom know no her mom knew before they moved into this into this piece of land that Shan was dating we're gonna call him Eric. Mm -hmm. Eric is is, is is a mixed name. So we'll mm -hmm. call him Eric. And you know, they they've been together for four years, no problem, and you know, Shan has been to his family and his family <laughs> accepted her and vice versa and you know, now mom decides, hey, you know, let's move, let's be a part of this. And, of course, she's pro-black, and, and 
so is mom and of course he's pro black as well and he's um he's protested as well like yo I'm sorry for what my people did as well this that da 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 because you know they had they had signs like that so they move into this area and then he's coming to see his girl coming to check out the neighborhood and then there's these eyes. You know, I yeah, I feel like that would be tricky, but I do think, um, of course, I don't. I don't think they're gonna ban white people. I I I, I doubt that. Like yeah. like that, that. I don't think that's the goal. I, I think. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? No, I I I feel like you know what, not ban white people, but <laughs> if you even want to get to that, like have a have an interview session, like. Quiz them on black culture. Quiz them on black history. Like, see if they really pro black or they faking it. Where you from? Yeah, like, do you qualify to be here? Mm-hmm. You you remember that 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 lady? I'm um, like, sorry, how you even said like how you was with her for four years? Maybe let that be the criteria to say you know what you could come here and you could spend a night or whatever because you you been about this family. But if you were some Johnny come lady, right? You gotta. What you in your for, bro? You gotta put in work, bro. What you in your for? You gotta put in work. But yeah, what you were saying? Remember the the, the 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 one Southern guy, right? I think he was on a football team or some some stuff like that, right? And of course, he had his black friends and stuff like that. And then one of his black black friends invited him to the barbecue. Now, him being white, he don't know how to turn it down, and he don't know what the hell barbecue all about. Be going to a black barbecue, he's like, you know what? I bet I can't say no. So you know, he goes. So the man then goes to the barbecue scene, mm-hmm. and first of all, there's a bunch of stuff he's never seen. And you know, you know how black barbecues are. You know, you got folks playing dominoes on one table. You got the old folks over here, and then you got the family reunion playing somewhere um, 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 in the background. And you got dude on on the grill, you know, barbecuing and cornbread. Wait, and all white people even barbecue? Not like us, bro. <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> they they have like their little grill things, but that's about it. They don't have a barbecue like barbecue like, like just how you say. Black people wear dominoes. I can't. <laughs> White folks don't do that, bro. They don't do that. They don't uh, do that. No. He's so lost out of his world. He just <laughs> mother freeze. All right, but let me see. How do I blend in? So he tries to stick with his friend, you know. But at the end of the day, everyone wants to get to know this white boy. Uh, you know, forget the fact that you're white. Right now, you around good folk, and they treat him, you know, good and this that, and of course they. You know, letting them drink and they letting them eat and, you know, they cool. They cool and how does he turn down certain things? And he's like, yo, this, this, that, that. And he tells the incredible story about how he um how he was there and then, like, a lot of things stunned him. So at the end, they invited him to another barbecue and he was like, um, of course, hell yeah, going back to the next barbecue. What you mean? Like, he praised the black bar, I have, bro, that, that that made me feel so good. You know what I mean? Like, we can all get along if we if if we try. For sure, for sure, for sure. You know, I I was actually talking to one of my friends about cultural appropriation. Hey, um, she said she wanted to be on the podcast to um, who is she to talk? One of my one of my friends. She might. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I know she gonna hear this. Yeah, she was basically saying, um, "Do white people even have a culture? <laughs> like, really? Because okay, that went down the wrong hole. Do 
do white people have culture for us to appropriate or for us to take? What is their culture? <laughs> I can't. I can't say their English language. <laughs> I'm not laughing. No, that's a don't laugh at them. That's a serious question. I'm not laughing at them. It's just there's okay. There's red dockers. That's that's their culture. There's red dockers and don't we? <laughs> we used to wear dockers in school. Our, part of our school uniform, like, we used to rock dockers, bro. Remember? Hmm. What, what is white people's culture? They wear jeans and dress shoes often. I don't know. Don't we? Uh, they just ask out a wife and kids. Don't we? <laughs> Making this real difficult. I don't know. I anyway, mean, I'm not an expert in whiteology, so I don't know. You know what I mean? Can't can't say. Can't say. Anyway, let's move along. Another historical black moment, Lance. You ready for this? All this right. is in our realm, buddy. This is from CNN.com. Uh oh. Charlemagne the God. Oh. You just listen to the Breakfast Club interviews, by the way? Uh, sometimes. Right? I, I feel as if they can be biased sometimes, but, you know, other times, it's a hit or miss. Well, I, I love him. You know, and he's, Charlemagne is usually a comedic guy. He usually says a lot of stupid things, much like you, actually. He, he, he's DJ Academics with a set of balls. Yeah. Um, but, you know... He's a really great activist, and he fights for black movement. Oh, naturally. And I, I, I respect him heavily for that. Yeah, he's... Especially when he put that, that little blonde mop head chick in her place and <laughs> call her the donkey of the day. Yeah, he, he really he really fights for that, and I appreciate that. So basically, Charlemagne and God and iHeart, um, iHeart Media, they launched Black Effect Podcast Network. Nani? This was... Uh, <laughs> say Nani. This was September 9, 2020. Um, so, yeah, it reads, Charlemagne the God has been doing his own podcast for a few years now. Ooh. And, you know, he wondered why there were no podcast network lines. Um, so when that started happening, you know, when podcast networks started to become a thing, he wondered, why can't we do that with, um, you know, black podcast network? Why mm. can't we have that? So he came up with one. So he had a problem. He came up with a solution. So he partnered up with iHeartMedia to launch the Black Effect Podcast Network with the goal of bringing together the most influential voices in black culture for stimulating conversations around social justice, cop culture, sports, mental health, news, comedy, and more. Hey, shout out to that nigga Charlemagne. Oh, hey, boy. So, yeah, he also curated um, curated the network's lineup of podcasts. And, you know, a lot of them will be hosted by women. So, more power to the women as well. Shout out to our ladies, man. We love y'all. Um, so, yeah, he said he's always been surrounded by nothing but black women, um, personally and professionally. And he set out to amplify their voices. So, this is, is going to be a huge thing for black podcasters and black women. It's going to be good, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. Who knows? Talk about it with Keys and Eyes maybe on that. So so when is thing supposed to kick off again? Um, Is there a date given? I'm looking. There's not an exact date yeah, right now. We got We can we, 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 we link, we, we link um, um, Charlemagne to see what's good. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I'll send him um, um, some bottles, you know, because Drake <laughs> did it and sends the work for Drake. Work for us. Work for us. <laughs> Shoot, Sony Phil. 
Billionaire status, baby. What it do? So that should be good. Um, yeah, man. That's that's pretty much our lineup in ter- for. Of course, there's a lot more in terms of black historical figures and movements, but that's what we talked about for today's episode. Maya Angelou, I love you. I love you. Oh yeah, you got a story about her. I love you. I love you to death. I love you to death. Maya Angelou is talk about it, bro. Mm. Maya Angelou is talk about it. I don't care what no one say. Maya Angelou at the age of seven was raped. Her brother was nine years old at the time she got raped. Maya Angelou was afraid to tell her brother because the man that raped her, who was a close family friend, told her that if she was to open up her mouth and say anything to anyone, she would, he, he would kill her brother. Her brother asked. And... At this time, this was the only person that she cared about, like truly, truly cared about. No mom, nobody else, but her brother was the person that had her heartstrings. She told him, I can't tell you because if I tell you, he said he will kill you. Brother was like, nah, he can't kill me. Tell me who it is. She told him because she believed him. He told mom. Mom told the cops. They arrested him, and then they let him out the very next day. Good work, American justice system. I digress. Sometime after they find kid dead, they let mom know off the rip. Hey, um, we found him dead. Most likely he was stomped to, to death. They kicked the dude to death. And Maya felt like her voice, her voice killed him. So she went on a, on a period of silence because she was afraid that it was her voice that killed, the, that killed this man, you know? <clears throat> Now, I can't tell you exactly how long it was that she went silent, probably from 7 until maybe 13 years old, maybe. But at the end of the day, Maya realized something about her voice. She realized her voice was power. And that's what I told you before, Keys, when we, like, before we started um, episode 2. We have power in, this, in the voice that we have. We know this. We've seen the things that have been happening for the last 30 episodes, bro. Plus two special episodes. This is power that we got. And we encourage people to exercise their power on a regular basis. That's why we tell you all to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, even if we tell you all to, like, drop us an email or something, go out there, do something in your society. Spark something. Let them hear and let them see your power. That's my, that's my last set of words for the day. All right, guy. And that's going to conclude today's episode, guys. Um, so, you know, as usual, hit us up. IslandTalkAboutIt at gmail.com. For any questions, any concerns, any queries, um, relationship advice, social advice, whatever. Plot to overthrow the government. Plot to overthrow the government, whatever. Um, we, we'll help you out to the best of our ability. Um, find us on Instagram, keys underscore lots. Um, we're gonna get updated with our Instagram game, with our Instagram game. We promise. Um, same with all our social media. So hit us up on Facebook to talk about our keys and lands. Mm. Our Twitter is the same thing. Talk about our keys and lands. But is, um, it, is it? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna shorten it to just keys underscore lands. Yeah, because so, I think it was. I think it was talk about it with one. Okay, well, that's even worse. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah, we'll shorten it to Keys underscore Lance. Um, what else? We, you, you know what, Lance? We're going to make a TikTok, buddy. We're going to make a TikTok. Uh, we're going to post uh, We're going to post Lance's embarrassing video for this first video. And we're going to recreate that video. I'm not recreating nothing. <laughs> You're going to recreate that, man. And it's impossible to recreate that now. The park has been Well, we're going to find somewhere else and you could jump over something. Mine's just blessed. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can find a way to, to tag y'all. Well, not tag y'all, but the poster video. We can let y'all see that and y'all going to love it. Uh, Laugh at my pain, why don't y'all? Yeah. Let's get us famous. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, that's <laughs> everything else up on, I guess. Also, check us out on our so. On our solo socials, um, keys on Twitter is, um, what is it? I got the keys. Yes, because I have the keys to success. <laughs> All right, and that is Instagram at Lock Life Traveler. That's L O C, not L O C K, because of the hair. All right, and his main Facebook, uh, his main Facebook. Uh, don't, don't give that up. Don't give that up. All right, bet. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that you actually stopping me now. I'm proud of you. I don't need friends. You think I need your friend requests? But anyway, Keo Mon and Donald Cargo, just in case. Really? I say just in case. Like for business purposes. I'm, I, I can't with you. <laughs> <laughs> also, check me out. Lana the Sage everywhere. All major platforms for music. All right? Like, got some, I got some more content coming. You know, um, but check out my, my main YouTube page, Lana the Sage. You know, let me know what you think. I'm on the mission now to get to 100 subscribers. Let's get back on the ball. I took a break. I'm back at it now. Bang. And from 100 goes to 1,000. From 1,000 to 100,000. From 100,000 to a milli. See? Let's go. Okay. All right. All these stuff will be linked in the description below. For sure. Um, so thank you, guys. It's been, what, 31 episodes, 33 in total, total counting the special episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all been rocking with us. That's 33 weeks, actually, Lance. Gee whiz, bro. Appreciate y'all, man. Gee whiz. Thank y'all for our loyalty voted friends. We appreciate you guys very much. Um, more is going to be in the store. Lance is going to continue to be Lance, continue to be great. Aren't you, buddy? With an S, not a Z. <laughs> right. Dog on it. Lance with an S. He is going to recreate that TikTok for y'all. I'm not recreating. Nah. Hell no. Nah. The last one you do it, bro. Ain't nothing happening. You ruined my life. <laughs> no. Ah, oh, boy. Um, I guess while we closing on our bus of freestyle. Okay, um, see, we just got back to this and we're not. Oh, God. No. So, ah, uh, check it out. So I shine in the rain. That's my name. <sighs> now- we're going to drive on Still don't want to talk about it, talk about it. We're going to drive on Let's talk about it.